Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for an all-new episode of SCNS Live. It's a happy, happy day. I'm so... What? I have, I have news. Okay. I'm waiting for my news. Anyway... Thank you all for joining us tonight on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. We appreciate you joining us. And make sure you get in the chat. Tell us what you think about everything that we're talking about. But anyway, I am Jason the X, the guy over here. He's got some surprises for us tonight. Hey, everybody. It's Bryce. Hey, guys. Over oh, there with news that I, I would expect no less from you. It's Cat, guys. I have news. You have news. Go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. Go, go, what? I'm not going to go off on it uh, yet. Okay. You can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's gonna be some venom in the show tonight. There's gonna be some happy hey. moments ah, and some sad moments. Ah, ah, ah. I'm so glad everyone got that. I like the first person that got it. It's Cass. Hey, what's up? Ooh, the, the topic tonight. I'm just. Oh. Anyway, working the board, making everything work, and keeping it running. Ladies and gentlemen, it's producer Cora. She didn't yell at us to turn our phones to silent to do it. I think it's strictly because she forgot. Why don't you go ahead and yell at us to turn our phones off like you normally do? I will in a moment. I want y'all to hear <laughs> the what we have to How do. How this goes. She's yeah. going to do it on my Will you turn phone? off all of your phones, make sure they're on silent, not on vibrate, make sure all noise devices are off, or I will kill you. Or my, my computer. Yeah, that's my computer. a live yeah. on air threat. Everything. It's a noise device, yeah. Yes. Yes, is that what it is? It's a noise device. We, just, we've just, devolved just it down to a noise it's a device. device that just makes remember. Noise. It has access to the world's guys. knowledge and it's a noise device. Can you reach over and just turn, remember, turn guys, down my speaking what? spell? What please? In, in order to yeah, make sure the show down. runs well, I need you all to give me a hand. Can we guarantee that all the puns are going to be this bad tonight? Anyway. So we are talking about remakes, the good, the bad, and like we said, like it says in the title, just stop, just stop. Also, Bryce has a review of Venom. Spoiler free, in case you're wondering. Should you go oh. see it? Are you going to go see it? I don't know. Should be back online here in just a moment. Okay. That says live. Well, we're on a, we're on a, a, a delay. So go. Um, so while <laughs> Bryce was so rudely interrupted by Time Warner Cable or Spectrum, go ahead and hit it, buddy. Okay. Yeah, so a great artist named Norm Brayfogel uh, passed away eight days ago, and I think we should recognize his immense talents for his contributions not only to DC Comics, uh, but in other areas. Uh, but I loved his DC Comics work, especially if you're seeing the, the cover uh, that he did for Detective. Um, it really evokes Hammer horror films, for me, when I when I would look at his his artwork, I thought he was um, innovative, and I mean, it's beautiful. So if you have a chance to check out Norm's work on any of the detective comics or Batman that he did, he is he will be missed. His style lent itself real well to the Batman character. I know he's he he's done other books and everything, but just that very Halloween style. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's it's it works well and. Uh, he was only like 50. 58, 58 yeah. 58, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, our sincere condolences to his friends and family. Great artist. Talent gone. Anyway. Yes. So, 
with that being said, let's go ahead and get to the rest of the show. You know how we go. We'll start this thing off. Let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. All right, guys, super cool nerd news. Now, this week was happy for a couple of reasons. Now, I did not get to report on this because a friend of mine got me in last minute, but they basically had a toy retail show here in Dallas. You got to see some new products coming out, and it was pretty fun to attend. But they had a special surprise because Jason felt five years old again when none other than the man himself, well, the giraffe himself, Jeffrey came walking down the aisle. Yes, Toys R Us, Jeffrey the giraffe. And he was wearing a little cape that said, back from vacation. Because Toys R Us is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Okay, so basically here's the deal. In Resurrected. A clause in the contract did state that they would be able to rebrand. Basically after we've squeezed all the money we can out of this property, we'll let you guys come back. So, yeah, that's something for vulture capitalists. Now. They can come back as soon as possible, and they are planning a quick relaunch. The only problem is, though all those stores are empty, and they currently have Halloween or, or spirit stores in them right now, yeah. all those properties did have to sell as part of the contract. So they have to basically rebuy and set up leases for all these uh, stores. So we're not going to have a launch before Christmas. However, they do have a plan to introduce another like pop-up stores inside of what they say is going to be a major retailer and it's going to be called Jeffrey's Toy Box. So basically some exclusive toys will be in there, things that maybe you could only get from Toys R Us. Now, who is what stores is going to be in? A lot of people are speculating it's going to be in Target. I don't think so. I actually think it's going to be Walmart because recently Walmart did announce uh, a Toyland area, but they haven't really done anything with it. They put up a couple signs like Toyland, but it's still the same aisles and everything, but they've been widening their aisles and everything. And I think they're actually going to enter some sort of pop-up deal with Walmart to just put the Jeffrey's toy box in there. That way they can get some of that Christmas cash. So, And that could happen as early as November. So, guys, and basically the reason they were able to do this so quickly, no one bought out anything for Toys R Us. No one um, basically bought out the rights. So they just kind of, okay, well, if nobody wants it, <laughs> to, to give a visual aid for that. So, yeah. Toys R Us could be coming back, possibly looking at like spring of 2019, we'll start seeing stores, uh, actual brick and mortar stores popping up again. So I'm happy because these past few months without Toys R Us, just, I can't get my fix, man. <laughs> Where are my toys? I can't deal with these two aisles of Target and Walmart. There's nothing here. You don't know what you've got to let's go. <laughs> Anyway, you need to fill your shopping cart. I need, I need something. I'm, I miss Toys R Us. And yeah. like I said, you never know. You're like, it's gone, but hey, they're coming back. Awesome news. Anyway, do you want me to push you around in the shopping cart when they reopen? Absolutely. <gasps> you want to sit in the front? We need video of that. Oh, yeah. oh my God, that'd be so cute. Like running down toy aisles, <laughs> laughing maniacally. Like some happy music. I can actually skip through the aisles and just. We like, need Super Mario One music behind that. I think. Just a twirling <laughs> cam of me just spinning around. It's like. I'm done. <laughs> no, keep going. No, stop giving me that look. And with that, what have you got for news this week? All right. Uh, so we talked about toys. Now we are going to talk about TV, specifically the DC Universe. Uh, it was announced and we got a, a kind of teaser trailer for the new Harley Quinn show. 
Um, it will be on the DC Universe app, which is great. Um, we have Harley in her iconic uh, hats, little little jester hat. Whatever that thing. What is. we do not have Harley is an Luke accent. Um, uh, Kaylee Cuoco will be voicing the character. She does not have her classic New York accent, which is a little strange. No. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a Harley that didn't have that particular accent. That being said, uh, she looks like she's having fun. She looks like she's ready to get into some shenanigans. And she looks like she's excited, which is absolutely fair. We also didn't see any sign of the Joker, which I'm kind of excited about. Because uh, Harley and the Joker also all... <laughs> obviously have this very iconic relationship but is that what Harley we call is that? super it's iconic okay it's abusive and messed up but it is iconic um but i'm ready to see her kind of without the joker and see how she handles that uh she was hanging out with poison ivy which is kind of her other person there's a couple more like people that she's been she like involved hangs with. out with um, what I am excited about with Kayla Cuoco, she is voicing Harley. She's also producing, so this is being produced by at least one woman, which is more than we can say about most uh, superhero things. Uh, also on the cast, we have announced Lake Bell, Alan Tudyk, Ron, I think it's Funchess, JB Smoove, Jason Alexander, Wanda Sykes, Giancarlo Esposito, Natalie Morales, mm. Jim Rash, Diedrich Bader, Tony Hale, and Chris Maloney. Holy crap! for this cast. I'm down. Like, you give me those voices, and yeah, I'm pretty much sold. Wanda off of just Sykes? That. Wanda Sykes. Chris Maloney, um, he was Law & Order SVU for a long time. Well, he's on Happy. never cared about him, but he's on Happy now, and I love him so much. Happy is amazing. Happy is amazing. is amazing. And at some point, you're going to see a cosplay. You know, I, I saw fun. the trailer for it on, uh, they first released on Instagram. Yeah. And I don't hate it, except... And a uh, former member of the show, Dez. Uh, uh, yeah, I saw Nazi. her. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a way... DC loves to, like, take little jabs at the Harley Quinn. Like, I love Poison They're going to hate it. They hate everything. They it's always like, hate it. <laughs> oh, I was like, just throw more salt out there. Why don't you? Just, you know. But I don't I don't hate it. I'm Although, kidding. was Tara Strong really out of, uh, not doing anything? Uh, no, got... Tara Strong was doing things. I think that was the issue. Tara Strong is always ridiculously busy. Okay. Yeah. I think she's difficult she to sign for an entire hang out anymore. Yeah. Every time I call her, she's like, I'd love to she's get just coffee, like, but I'm so but, busy. Like, I'm so busy. So Yeah, sure. I think there's a chance she wasn't available. Okay. Like I said, I don't, I don't hate it. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm okay with it. And Especially I'm, after that cast. Seriously. Holy. Like, I'm definitely going to watch a few episodes just to see. Giancarlo Esposito has one of my favorite voices on I'm, TV. If you don't know who he is off the top of your head, that's absolutely fair. Um, Breaking Bad, he was Gus Fring. Uh, he's one of the best bad guys of all time. He was also in Once Upon a Time. He was in uh, just a very lots of other stuff. He's voice. so good. And his saw voice his is so And Alan Tudyk. Like I was, uh, yeah, I was actually about to say the one that I'm excited to see what is what they're what gonna roll. Yeah, what yeah. are they gonna put him in? He's so varied. He, he could be a chicken. He went to Juilliard to be a chicken. A guy with uh, <laughs> twenty-three different personalities he in anybody. his uh, He could literally be scary. hashtag dollhouse. Dollhouse. Spoilers. 
He was so good in Dollhouse. So oh my god. He was also surprisingly ripped in Dollhouse. Right? Surprisingly right? I was a little bit, like, not... sexy. Yeah. Like, it was upsetting. For a crazy person? Joss Whedon just, like, let him loose. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. So, I'm kind of hyped for this. Like, I think it's going to be interesting. Definitely going to tune in for a few episodes just to see. Yeah. Yeah, Dietrich Bader. Optimistic. Yeah, Dietrich Bader. I mean, he's great. Another like voice actor that's just he can do lots of things. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. 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 And it will. Will they? Will they bring the Joker in just for one episode? Absolutely. Yeah, they will. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and will they have Archie and Edith? Will they? Will they go? Uh, will they go to the Archie and the Edith? Maybe. And are they going to have the puppies? Hmm. Well, we don't need voices for that. Alan Tudyk. I mean, <laughs> that's what Alan Tudyk Alan Tudyk. Or they could just call it Matt Mercer and be like, hey, can you do hyenas? Of course you can. Come on over. Or call you can Alan be one, you can be one hyena and then Alan Tudyk with the other hyena. Yeah, that would be great. I would be down to watch the recording of that. <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the hyenas from uh, The Lion King. I remember. Totally. Mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And then the other two. <laughs> <laughs> Cheech Marin. It didn't matter. What? Probably Frank Welch. Cheech Marin was the other hyena. Was it? Oh, three? Really? Three of them. Uh, I don't know who was the other one. Was it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ed was just, they went to an asylum, held on my phone, like, hey. Yeah. No, it was just really You, Grip, come over here and do this voice. It was weird. Anybody. And he just did the, he never said anything except <laughs> one time. I think he said one thing, right? I, anyway. Anyway. So, Bryce, what have you got for us this week? Okay, so Netflix is doing something very different for television. They're um, playing around with the idea of the choose-your-own-adventure model for television that you have done, I'm sure, at one time or another as a child, reading a book, Choose Your Own Adventure, which uh, you know, they've, already, uh, they've already tried doing it and uh, to some level of success with uh, children's programming and a in a Puss in Boots show, uh, where you can where you can choose whether the feline fights a god or a tree. Um, so it, it, they've they've already established that it that it can be done. Hopefully, um, uh, when this uh, opportunity comes for viewers to do it with the Emmy-winning anthology series Black Mirror, we will get some interesting really? you know, programming with a choose your Black own. Mirror? Yeah, they're, they're going to do it for one episode uh, to start off with. So uh, they're saying uh, that the time is right for interactive TV to become a mainstream experience. And um, so they're going to do one episode on the upcoming fifth season uh, of um, Black Mirror. And it's supposed to be happening sometime in December, I believe, is when it's supposed to premiere. I have so many questions. The main one is how? Well, the, the tricky part is trying, from what I've read, is how are you going to compensate actors, directors, all these people who have to spend more time on set filming A all these additional time. scenes? You know, where did, how, far, how far do they go with I mean, this? It has to be at the climax. They have to be most of the way through it, right? Or they just shoot it like a video game, like the Telltale one. That's going to be a long one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Adam yeah. did great with that. I'm just wondering how right? is the selection going to be? Right? I know everything's interactive. Right. right. So, Wasn't I mean, the technology is yeah. there, but... 
No, there was somebody who was trying to do this, and I feel like it was... Oh, it was that director that you love that hated something, the iPhones, <laughs> but then he likes I then he shot something with an iPhone. I love this description that she was like, Baz Luhrmann. The Ocean's Star. Eleven director. Ridley Scott? No, it was, uh, Soderbergh. Oh, Steven Sod uh, Soderbergh. We spend way too Soderberg? much time together. Soderbergh. Yeah. There's two. Okay. Uh, anyway, he was trying to do something like this with HBO, and I thought it was interesting that somebody who had been so specific for their yeah. entire directing career, like, you will do things this way, they will be viewed this way, who wanted control over every portion of the experience to be experimenting with something where the audience chooses. It seems almost counterintuitive, but also respectable that you would break free of your barriers. Yeah, it's it's very innovative. I mean, you know, it's easy to do in a book. You're just flipping pages. This is entirely different. And uh, Netflix is stating they'll be developing a slate of specials with the same model in either a TV episode or a movie. So they're not limiting, them, limiting themselves to just one TV episode. So, it's, you know, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I can see where maybe screenwriters would be like, I just want to write it's, my story the way I like want to write. Every it. what if question I mean, they have, just it, it really it's gonna it's gonna have to go like a video game because um, yeah. that's and it, video games are a lot more work and take a lot more time. But yeah, it worked out so well for Telltale. That's, that's what, what she said. said like five minutes ago, and y'all are both right. Both of y'all are rude, but both <laughs> of y'all are right. Yeah, like it doesn't always work out, but there are plenty of video games that do that. So how are we rude? What no, happened? no, no, not you. No, her. Kat and Jason. For oh. saying it worked out well for Telltale. Tell, tell, oh, okay. Too yeah, soon. People... It's been like a week. The bunch salt. of people got laid off, you jerks. That's not my <laughs> I'm not insensitive to that. Hopefully most of them, I heard they had We're some good job. We're like iron sirens in the ocean. We're just warning people and yeah. laughing hysterically. There's going to be some warnings all right today. Are we, wait, are y'all sirens or banshees? More sirens. on that. I'm a siren. I'm no banshee. More on that, Kat. No, not yet. I think it's Bryce's turn. Uh, Bryce just went. Bryce just went. Yes, Cora. I was listening. What oh. have you got for us? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so tired. Thanks, Kat. Cat <laughs> <laughs> wants All right. Bryce to go twice. <laughs> Alright, so we got Mega Man 11 just this past... Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not too long ago. I believe it was... The, was it this week or last week? It was this week. It was this week? It looks so good. It, it's so beautiful. Oh my god. But we got Mega Man 11, but that's not the only Mega Man news that we got. We also got news of a Mega Man live-action movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, to, to be fair, it has a lot more credit. It has a lot more going for it than the DDR movie does. Which, by the way, that's a thing. But we're not laughing at you. Just her reaction to you. <laughs> What I'm did I miss? I'm going to clip that out of the show tonight. <laughs> no, when you said a Mega Man live action movie, guys <laughs> <just> were like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god, oh man. <laughs> but yes, we we are going to be getting a. Our Capcom has officially announced that we're going to get one. Ooh. It's going to be written and directed by Henry Joost and Errol Schumann, who were the. Directors for Paranormal Activity 4. That, that, this gets worse and worse! Um, 
Um, two of the producers that are, are let's see, um, Churden Entertainment is going to be the producer for this movie, which um, they're known for the Planet of the Apes series. So, okay, there, there's, there's... Okay, okay, we're, there's, we're good there. Okay. We're good there. Sure. <laughs> but it's also going to be produced along Masai Oka, who was the producer for the Hollywood Death Note adaption, and oh my god, that was... Oh! <laughs> I'm the conductor of the poop. <laughs> no, no. Um, I want to have faith in it. I really do because I do like Mega Man a lot, and it's it has some merit to it. Like they have an opportunity to make this decent. But are you done? I'm not. No, but please continue. <laughs> it has. It has the opportunity to be decent it really does and i want to hope that they do what i'm hoping that they're going to do is that they're going to go all ham on it like they did with these speed racer movie because i really like that movie it's so super cheesy and over the top and that's exactly what that's you what would you want yeah. and it needs to be like that it needs to be something that doesn't take itself too seriously and just goes ham because if you've ever played a Mega Man game or at least seen the photos time to get serious it, it's so it's so cheesy, it's brightly colored, extra. it's fun, it's extra. Yeah. It's great. I love it, and I want them to do that. I but wish then, my, my computer was working so I could see the chat. <laughs> but then, on the other end of the spectrum, we also have, like, th this is just getting thrown in here now, a DDR movie coming out. <laughs> it's, that was announced. And essentially all I get from it is post-apocalyptic Footloose. That's it. That's <laughs> wow. it. You know what? I'm on board for post-apocalyptic Footloose. Totally here for it. And like, um, one of my coworkers has mentioned that if it were, if this were a movie about an over-the-top, like, DDR, like, tournament competition, everyone would be down for that. Because that makes sense. And that would be fun. But instead we're getting... In a post-apocalyptic world, the only way to survive is through the power of dance. <laughs> like, okay, I'd have to get a shot of just everybody. <laughs> so we got two, those were two video game trailers, or not trailers, we have no trailers. Two video games that got released this week as movies. I wonder what, which Mega Man do you guys think that they're going to go with? I kind of hope they go with X because I think that would no, be no, no, easy. No, 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 no. No, we need we need original wow. Mega Man because this this is going to be bad. I want Mega Man. I have too. I have low yeah, like, expectations. Okay. I want Mega Man two with the mini bosses. Dude, and the boss. what if what if oh, you what have to if say somebody attached to freaking Death Note? No, what if they use the design from the original Mega Man art box? No, that's mm, I don't no. Even know what that looks like? I will find a picture for oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> while I look for that. Oh, so uh, while we while try to regain yeah, composure. While I'm looking for that, hey Kat, you got some video game news I think now, don't you? I do, I have video game news. This week in video game news, Overwatch released several things. They released a commercial with a, uh, a short video of Jeff Kaplan, the, uh, I don't know, the cinnamon roll of Blizzard. Who does all their Is announcements and stuff? Game director or something? Yeah. Captain? One of the game directors. Uh, yeah, Papa Jeff. Putting together a little Tracer Lego miniature. 
and oh, then it so dashing cute. around. It is the cutest thing. I, I love it. Page, by the way. It's amazing. It's going to be amazing. They've announced they're doing six characters, and there's been hints that the uh, next one they'll announce is Winston, but we don't know for sure. So that is part A of Overwatch news. Part B, today, Overwatch uh, released two of their skins for the Halloween event that starts next week. Uh, Halloween, it's Junkenstein's Revenge. It is my favorite event of the entire year. I love the game you get to play with a PvE environment, just shooting a bunch of zombies. It's so fun. I can't wait to play it. And they, they released two skins uh, today. One of them was Swamp Thing Doomfist, immediately renamed by the community to be Doomfish. I love that so much. I mean, it's, there was no choice on this one. Yeah, it, it was, was going to happen. And it is beautiful. Guillermo del Toro would be proud. Of this. Okay, I was. It, it looks like buff fish man, and I, I love yeah. it so much. It's not... Um, I'm just going to skip that joke. Mm. It's got a butt. Hmm. Yeah. He better have it, a nice it, butt. It, it had shape of water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the first Doomfist skin I've ever wanted. Funny yeah. story, I bought... Doomfist Golden Gun on day one as a practical joke because we talked about it and I never play Doomfist, but I want this skin. The other one that we got today was Moira's Banshee skin. Now I'm going to talk mm. about this for a second. I have seen multiple news stories where they're like, oh, it's Moira's new, you know, witch skin. What? Okay. I've seen this a lot. I thought it was a witch skin. I wasn't excited to see it. And then I saw, this is a banshee skin. And as far as like cultural importance goes, I understand that Irish people are way down on the list. There have been a lot more cultures that have survived a lot more than we have. And I speak as somebody, like my mom's maiden name is O'Brien, right? Like we're, we're Irish. Super Irish. And we don't have a lot of characters to look at and think are cool. Moira is a red-headed Irish Gaelic-speaking scientist villain and is one of the coolest characters I've ever seen in a video game. And all of a sudden, Irish representation became important to me. Like I said, I know there's a lot of people who have it a lot worse for a lot of reasons, but this is not a witch skin. This is a banshee skin. And if you don't know what a banshee is, go look it up. It's pretty interesting as a story. They're very keeners of death. I I want to hear if they're gonna do anything. Banshees wail and scream when death is near. I'm wondering if they'll change her ult line. That'd be really interesting if they gave her a banshee wail. That would yeah. be old. Because I would want to hear somebody just keep screaming over and over. Well, it's again. not a, okay. So banshee wails. Glad ults don't happen. To to jump off of. Cats, because I'm also very Pretty Irish. Pretty Irish. I'm actually, apparently, most Irish people now have brown hair and green eyes, so. so I'm not a good Irish. Underneath, I have red hair. <laughs> but, um, with banshees, their wail isn't necessarily a scream. Like, when you hear, like, think about when you hear someone crying and you hear just that exacerbated, like, dry wail of someone who's been crying for a long time. That's a banshee. Banshees cry. They're not screaming. It's more of a cry. Kind of like when I realized I can't buy liquor on Sunday. Exactly. exactly. Ah, okay. Very, very perceptive. They used to, they, the <laughs> legend, the myth, whatever, possibly comes from the fact they used to hire mourners for funerals. It used to be a big deal. 
And, uh, yeah, there'd be, like, old women that that's all they'd done for their entire lives as a profession would show up and, like, cry at funerals. So sometimes they're seen as, like, old hags. Sometimes they're seen as spirits. Sometimes they're seen as, like, young virgin or whatever. There's no visuals precisely for what they look like, so the Moira skin is spot on for what they might yeah. have yeah. looked like. Um, it, it varies just as much as people do, which like is wonderful. Celtic, like marking, marking stuff that. on her face. Uh, no spoilers, but go watch Teen Wolf. <laughs> Potentially no spoilers. <laughs> Teen Wolf is a way go better show Wolf. than it had the right to be, and there's some interesting cultural there's elements. A lot of they. They talk about a lot of different cultures in Teen Wolf, um, and Celtic mythology is one of the one of the mythologies that they address, along with Japanese mythology. Well, they super portray cool. a lot of it. They, they don't just like they don't sit around and be boring. like, "Did you know?" Anyway. No, they have a lot of different types of creatures. Speaking of remakes, this got just into a cultural talk. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was going to rant. In all fairness, that's the end of yeah. my news story, though. <laughs> well. That's it for Super Cool Nerd News, but we do have what's going to be a non-spoiler, but we've all been kind of wondering. We've told them to pretty much shut up until the cameras go on. So, Bryce, just now, went to go see Venom. So, right now, buddy. Tell us why you should go see this movie, Bryce Culver. Why? I'm going to have a hard time answering that question for you (laughs) if you like superhero movies. Venom is your movie if you hate superhero movies. It might be something that's up your alley. I will not be recommending this film. I did not enjoy myself. I was bored! Um, Venom uh, should have been more violent. Again, no spoilers. There were a couple of characters I absolutely hated. Um, Tom Hardy is not to be blamed, but Tom, you should have exerted more force on the set to get more good stuff, because this was boring. Um, I will say, (laughs) hang on, I will say hang on for a uh, post-credit scene that um, is... Yeah, hug him all you want. It's not going to make it much better when you get to the theater. Um, the, there's two post-credit scenes that are better than the movie. Oh, uh, that stay is tuned for sad. that if you want to. If you have the patience, if you have the time, there's a, whole, a lot of credits that roll by for a movie that's not very entertaining. It takes a long time. But anyway, um, I will say this: parts of it are better than Spider-Man Three. That's, That's not, not a, a high bar. bar. I, I know. I hey, know. where's the bar? I don't yeah, see it. Yeah, Where, right? Yeah, it's where's, low. where's the bar? Is it, is very low. Oh, oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, there yeah. it is. It's a speck. Yeah. If you have a favorite Tom Hardy Ooh. movie that you really like to watch, stay at home and watch that. Mad Max. Ooh. I'll let you Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, um, yeah. Inception. Inception's a good one. So, uh, I'll just say this. If... The CGI had been better, and if the climactic scene that most people will want to be great, if that could have been better and less murky and more fun to watch and more easy to interpret, 
for CGI reasons? Well, you know. Yeah. Wow. Wait, oh. hold on. Hold on. Yay. Hold on. Can I, get I can a... rip that up. A <laughs> can, I get a five, can I get a five? Can I get a five? A rating on five? What, what What would you give it? On a five scale. Uh, Hardy is entertaining during two scenes that I really enjoyed, and that lasts for about five minutes, and it's uh, an hour and forty-five minute movie, maybe. Oh. So, what is? The, I don't know what the percentage is on that. Uh, three quarters of one star. Oh. Oh, I like superhero movies. Oh. I want to stress, I like superhero movies. Is anybody else planning on going to see this rather soon? I would like a point counterpoint review. I don't think if I find it unlikely that you're going to get a really strong counterpoint after that review. I've like, heard two reviews of it. I've seen a couple. I've heard multiples, and I've I've seen some extended scenes. I will say, in recent history. I have disagreed with many people, specifically on superhero movies. That's all I'm going to say for now. Mm. But it's possible, it's not likely, that I will I will disagree. Justice oh, League was good. Justice League was Justice good. Justice League was better than Thor Ragnarok. Drop my clock away. Feel free to disagree, if you like. It's just not my cup of tea. Wow. I don't, I don't. I mean, I heard a lot of a, a lot. I read a lot of reviews comparing Tom Hardy's performance to like every Jim Carrey movie possible, uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's not a comparison you want for Venom. That's not a comparison you want for Venom." I will say this uh, also uh, that I forgot to mention: the dialogue for me is a little stilted. It's not. I, I, I was. I actually laughed at one point when I knew it wasn't meant to be laughed at. So that's not a good sign. Was, was that one of the two amusing scenes? No. There were two scenes that I enjoyed. Other than but I laughed at a scene which wasn't intended for laughter. So okay. we just um, witnessed a murder on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't us. <laughs> and it wasn't us for leaving wow. our I, I'm gonna have on. to go give it a watch this weekend, probably late. It's gonna be you uh, should. a rough weekend for me to see a movie, but you I should. Kinda, I kinda Curious. have to like Pretty curious, but I believe that I will regret it. Does the mic pick this up? Um, hey, Jason, real quick. Do you know someone named Benjamin? He sent he sent out a hashtag that said AT&T loves Jason. Oh, that guy. Yeah, whatever. Jason, you really have a show. Yeah. You have Hello. a following, dude. Anyway, uh, yeah. I do like... Oh, oh. <laughs> that I did announce that on the show. Yeah, that's... Uh, Somebody I met today that actually changed our internet over. Oh! I said they were going to watch our show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet! Hey, yeah. there, Benjamin. Thank you yeah. for helping us. Yes, we can't wait to be on better internet for this show. Anyway. Thank you for checking it out. That's yeah. like above and beyond. Yeah. 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 So, I'm going wow. to watch, watch Catwoman with Halle Berry. Oh! I literally had nightmares. I had a nightmare one time. A bunch of friends took me to a movie and it was Catwoman, and I was like yelling and complaining, and like nobody was listening to me. So that's like a that's literally a legit nightmare of mine. So, oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so oh, uh, I wanted to mention something real quick. Uh, we were talking about Lion King, and we were talking about Whoopi Goldberg, and then the other two. Yeah, third one was Jim Cummings. Winnie the Pooh, of, of course. Because Jim Cummings can do anything. That's why he was around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, Jim Cummings did most of Be well, Prepared. A decent amount of Be Prepared, the song. 
Because Jeremy Irons blew out his voice. He blew out his voice when he's like, The man can actually, he sings a lot of tunes I like. Like, I met him one time at a, at a, Dallas yeah. comic show. Jim Cummings. Yeah, Jim Cummings. Yeah, I met him recently. Man, yeah. he's so sweet. And uh, uh, he yeah. he sang the theme song Magic to the Man. animated version of The Mask. What? Because really? I thought it was um, he sang the first version of it, and I started singing it, and I was like wondering if he would like pick up on it, and we ended up both like singing it at the same time. Aww. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, ah, I got you with my winning smile. I'm a living, listening, flair and style. And he was like, and we started singing. I was like, I'm oh, singing with Jim Cummings. <laughs> And it was it was it was a total nerd, and I didn't I didn't stop singing, but I, I swear I, I started like just a little bit here. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like we're he's done so many theme songs. Skipped though. over this, like he was on set to play Ed from of the Hyenas. We said it, we just kind of skipped over yeah. it. Jeremy Irons blew out his voice. He took up Scar's voice. The man Scar. has the range. Scar's voice for the remainder of the song, and you literally can't. Tell, tell the, the difference. difference. Like him and Rob Paulson have this list of just like names. It's it's amazing That's the voice insane. they do. Matthew Mercer has. and Matt Mercer is. Uh, I feel like he's the next generation of. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> like, oh, just and we anything. know him earlier. Like we actually have a face to put on yeah. the voice. And Dallas and Jaffe is pretty pretty darn good. He can do a crow, and that's too. ridiculous. Well, yeah, we do got to get on with the show because we are doing. Um, Quick hits, though. What did y'all think of the view uh, of Lobo today? Uh, going to be on Krypton. What did y'all think of the look of Lobo? I mean, it's kind of cool. I like, I like it. I, extra, you know what? I want it. It's I a want, little thirsty, but, you know. I like it. I like it. Juggalobo. Juggalobo. <laughs> I'm ready for that. that I'm okay with He it. looks great. Uh, it makes it me want to actually good. watch Krypton. It does not make me want to watch <laughs> Krypton. <laughs> no, no? Okay. surprise. Right. I don't care. Well, one more quick hit. Yeah. Daredevil dropped its season three trailer, like a full trailer, which is going to happen in like two weeks, by the way. So two weeks from now, I'll be like, okay, are we done? Because I'm going to wait up and watch Daredevil. Oh, it's yeah, going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is going to be the darkest season of Daredevil. Vincent D'Onofrio is, D'Onofrio. So is such a good kingpin. He, yes, he is amazing. And I had zero expectations of what his kingpin would be like at yeah. first. And I didn't even really care about kingpin as a villain. And then he shows up in just his subtlety and his power and his voice is just flawless. And we are seeing flat out villain kingpin here. Yeah. White suit and everything. Oh, We're talking, I am the ill intent. Ooh. I am the ill intent. He Kingpin, like I liked his struggle with his like. Well, I'm trying. I'm not trying, I'm trying to, be to be bad. He yeah. gave that character up. so much depth. Yeah, he, did. he really did. And I'm looking forward to all right. I'm the bad guy, Kingpin, yeah. because it's going to be incredible. Yes, it is. Frank Miller, that that is iconic. What yeah. he did with that character. Yeah. Uh, in the Daredevil book, and so long ago. This is born again. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, and. Uh, and I just want to uh, piggyback on on what you said. He he made that first season for me. Absolutely. I mean, e every scene he was in, I was, was I was exciting? amazed. Yeah, he yeah. was so much fun to watch, and he totally emb embodies that part. So I can't wait for season three. It's just going to be so. Oh, great. with so. the white painting and then just sitting. There. It was the creepiest thing yeah. I've ever seen. He was just staring at him in shades of white. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's going to be plenty more news out of. Um, um, New York Comic Con this weekend. Also, we got a new Aquaman trailer. Uh, not Aquaman trailer. Uh, Aquaman poster. poster. 
Uh, look pretty good was the classic orange and green. I mean, it won't do better than Bumblebee, but still. It's gonna do mm, better yeah, than well. Bumblebee. Sorry, they, to... they got G1 characters in this movie. You done, you done brought the Transformers nerds you chased away back. Oh, hold on, uh, real quick. What? Gen 1. Gen... Generation 1. Okay. Do they have a... Is that like... Is that like what Bumblebee is? Is he like gener... Like... Do they have a um, moist... Jason so anyway, Momoa? <laughs> um, there was also a bunch of toy news, and I'm happy to report that um, Sean and I are going to be wrecked, um, alternate heads starting this Sunday, so... Yay! And there's been a lot of toy news already, but the one I'm most excited about is 90s Jubilee. From the what? Yes! yes. With what? the pink shirt, blue shorts, yellow shirt, and some of them clear... Clear pink rectangular shades. Yes. So I'm getting this now. I'm getting I'm getting that. Uh, Next cosplay. Yeah, it's all new. It's Jason's all not. 90s 90s X Men. We are getting them. Uh, Professor X in the classic yellow wheelchair. That's your next cosplay, chair. though, right? What Jubilee? Jubilee? No, it's not. That Do that it. would be amazing. There's, Do there's it. plenty of toy news. Uh, we were looking at an awesome <laughs> Batman statue, which I'm posting a picture of that on the page once we see. It is a statue. It's Batman in the center, and it is surrounded by several different figures from his uh, rogues gallery. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll post a picture on the Facebook page and our Instagram. It's awesome. It's going to be it's going to be some big news this weekend. So make sure you got on the Facebook page the, uh, and the Instagram for more of that news as it breaks. When you, when you buy that uh, Batman I don't statue, even like Batman. When you, when it, right, but I'm saying when you buy it, can we share it? Can we, you know, let it go we'll, between we'll, our we'll homes? Be, oh, yeah. It's going <laughs> to be a custody battle. Front and center. No, like front and center in our show always. Never it's, coming off. Whatever, I'm gonna start bringing my Patramari. Okay. Just sit him right in front oh, we of should me. start bringing our little stuff. Our little okay. plushies. Bring them. We have lots of plushies. We have lots of plushies. Nerd plushies, like little figurine nerd plushies. That's what Are I'm a sucker for. Is there room for plushies on the table? Oh, okay. There's gonna be. Right. So if we, we do move some of this. Off of it, we can find lots of Are you waving the two yeah. males oh, on the side of the table, or yeah. just we do have a different point of this show? Gender based. <laughs> it is sure. the the point tonight was the good, the bad, and please the just stop. So real quick, I want everybody to name. Let's start off with the good. The good. Corey, you got one for us. What are we talking about with the good? remake? Remakes. Good remake. Give me a good one. I didn't think about this. I'll take one. I can come back. Go yeah, ahead. Come one. back to me later. Um, Bryce, give me a good one. All right. Well, does Star Trek The Next Generation count? Yes, no. it does. Because the original series was it's so long ago, and then they brought that yes. back, what, 20 years later? I mean, it's, it's, it's not, not it's it was kind of like a, his, it, it was further along in the history. All right, it's a spinoff. It's a sequel. It's a spinoff. Yeah. All right. But we're talking about sequels. Oh, anyway, sequel, so. sequel spinoff, yeah. I'm going to actually okay, agree sorry. with him because I did not like the old Star Trek. I love Star Trek The Next Generation, though. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Did not like I wasn't a huge fan of the original series. I like it, but not a lot. I grew well, up on Next Generation. I right, like let's talk about subtlety, Let's talk about the character. Star Trek reboot movies then. 2009. That's, I mean, that's that's a reboot uh, of the original series cast. I'm... First one was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. First, uh, first the one? 2009. For a movie that makes you cry in the first ten minutes. Yeah. And then the I second one. I know, we got one... to see Thor died. Then the second one did not. Second one was okay, and then third one I didn't like at all. I liked the third. one. I liked the third one. Second one left me sad that they even attempted what they did. But at any rate, yeah. But beyond, I like beyond. Yeah, I like the first and the third. I think the third one was more reminiscent of the style of the original Star Trek. It was more like action based yes. and wandering around terrain and trying to figure out that. what's going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that was a little 
reminiscent of that style, but I, I liked it. Mm -hmm. So, what's your good? My good is probably... Oh, I have a Disagree few. with her. I have a few that I think are good. I loved the remake of Sabrina. I think the old movie was garbage. And then they put out one with Harrison Ford and Julia Ormond. Like Greg 90, Kinnear. Greg Kinnear in like 95 or something. I don't know. It was one of my favorite chick flicks of all time. Like it's cute and it's funny and I like it. I dig it. I also like... All of the remakes of Chronicles of Narnia have gotten successful. <gasps> Which is how this better. topic came up. If you don't know, there's an original Chronicles of Narnia t uh, cartoon. And look it up because it is god-awful. god like, Specifically, the cartoon Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Tumnus is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Everything he says is just elicits like this dread of the next stage. He comes off completely creepy. Oh, Anyway, Chronicles of Narnia is, I grew up on them as well. It's one of my favorite book series of all time to this day. And I think it's funny that C.S. Lewis wrote it just to be a jerk to Tolkien. He was like, I could do that if I wanted to. And then he wrote Chronicles of Narnia and then he never wrote another interesting fiction. Yeah. He literally, the the iconic lamppost from Chronicles of Narnia is there because Tolkien said that you can never put a lamppost in a fantasy world. And C.S. Lewis was like, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> they had a, this lifelong like friendship slash rivalry, didn't yeah. they? It wasn't like, the best kind. But he wrote that whole series, which I find amazing. And then he went back to writing just ugh, dull and trite stuff. I feel like we should discuss these so we don't run over each other, but I'm going to go ahead because, Cass, what's your good? Uh, one of my goods is, and this is one that both the original and the remake are <laughs> wonderful for different reasons, uh, and I'm going to go just teeny one minute rant. Go. All right. So The Evil Dead. Uh, the Evil Dead is one oh, of my favorite horror damn. franchises of all time. The first Evil Dead is one of the most garbage movies I've ever seen, and I absolutely <laughs> love it. Bruce Campbell is this amazing, terrible, stupid protagonist uh, named Ash, uh, Ashley, and uh, the all three of the movies are complete garbage, and I love them so much. Okay. They're so campy okay. and stupid and wonderful. Army of Darkness, they leaned Army into of it. Is oh, so yeah. By that point, and they made this TV show called Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is amazing. It ran three seasons. Absolutely, go ahead and watch it, and then. They made a remake. The remake is terrifying. Uh, it is legitimately scary. Uh, the the main chick, I don't remember her name, but the one basically that get, gets converted first, she's absolutely terrifying in the role. She's really good. They pull up a couple of things that are really gross, but for the most part, it is this scary, interesting, really alive bad guy, and I absolutely love it. Um, I love the whole franchise, everything about it, uh, including Bruce Bruce Campbell. He's amazing. But uh, Ash the remake Evil Dead is, amazing is really it's um, campy horror comedy, and it's really funny. Uh, Look for cosplays of those too. At some point, I'm gonna be like point, Sam Raimi. She's gonna push me around in a little red wagon. The uh, there's a classic shot of the <laughs> it's the evil, and it's going throughout this swamp, and it's um, it's 
close to the ground. It's like, and it goes. But really, it was Bruce Campbell pushing around his friend Sam Raimi in a little red wagon. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love this franchise, but I love both the original and I love the remake. I think they're both amazing for entirely different reasons. Well, there was a really good one from the chat from uh, Ben. Voltron. The Netflix Voltron. Oh, yeah. That's a really... I, I, I To hell with old Voltron, honestly. I love it, but yeah. the new show is just so much better. Yeah. So That's a good one. Thank you, Ben. Um, my good? Spider-Man. Which? Which? The newest Spider-Man. Homecoming. Homecoming Spider-Man. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I mean... We it's went, the best one. Yeah. We went to three, and people were not happy with three. No. The amazing Spider-Man movies. I was okay with them. I thought but they then, were better than the original series, but I didn't like the original series. But this original... But this but this new kid, Tom Holland, came came by, and he just won my heart. He's an amazing Spider-Man. And, I, and he's... He's a, he's a young man, so we'll have him as Spider-Man for a long time, and I'm so happy about that. Eventually, we'll have adult Peter Parker, you know, starting his... I, I want to... He can go through the whole thing. The college, and then becoming a... Uh, working for the Daily Bugle. Just go the whole route until he's just old and passing on to a young guy named Miles Morales. So, yeah. And he's scared of spiders. Speaking of which, did anybody see the Enter the Spider-Verse trailer this week? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's outstanding. Yeah, yeah. I, I was already on board for this movie. And then they threw that in there. With Spider-Ham and Spider-Man Noir. And they're all coming from different universes. So Spider-Ham. Since you saw Venom tonight. Because that's in there a little bit. But yep. I am so hyped for that. So, yeah. Spider-Man seems to just get better and better. They did have a good... Uh, Dale pointed this out. Uh, 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Oh, yeah. The ni- that was, and right along with the... That ran alongside the 90s X-Men cartoon. Yeah. Which... Actually, you consider that a remake because they did a pilot of the X-Men in the 80s where Wolverine had a strange Australian accent for We're some reason. We're not going to talk about... And then X-Men. Hugh Jackman played him without a weird without Australian, Australian accent, accent even though funny. he has a weird Australian accent. That is a, that is a damn funny coincidence. I don't coincidence. think we're talking about uh, superhero TV shows before the 90s, though, are we? I don't think we're ever talking about that. No, no. We're, so we don't want to talk about 1960s Spider-Man. We don't want to Spider-Man is amazing. <laughs> Friends was awesome. <laughs> To hell what you think. It had Firestar and Iceman. Just because I have to every time Spider-Man comes up. Stop <laughs> calling him a photographer. He's not a photographer. Or make him a photographer. He takes he's selfies. Spider-Man. And there's nothing wrong with selfies. But he's just he's Pays the bills. a photojournalist at best. Any okay. Spider-Man who has access to above the city bird's eye views with his powers and never ever strings a camera up there to get a cool HDR like long shot of New York as the sun sets is not a photographer. I'm done. Yeah, you don't think anybody would instantly go like, you know, Parker, you could have only gotten this shot if you were in a helicopter or a plane and yet you get pictures of Spider-Man close up. A photographer doesn't take pictures purely for the audience. Okay, okay. He just needs to put them in his apartment or something. I need any evidence that he took a picture because he was passionate about taking pictures. Ever. Actually, he's not a photojournalist. I'm sorry. He's paparazzi of himself, and that's just weird. It's a way to make a living. Corey, did you find a good force or... Yeah, I'm not bashing for doing it. it. I'm, so, I'm sorry if it wasn't it was Voltron. <laughs> oh no, it was not actually. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> what was it? Devil Man. Oh, Devil Man. Good Cry- choice. Devil Man Crybaby. While it 
was different from the original, it wasn't bad. It was still really good, and I, I wish they'd lengthened it a little more. That's my only complaint with it. But it still captured the essence of what Devil Man was and was able to still tell the story. It breathed new life into the fandom, even if it was kind of brief. Which, with remakes, that's what you want, is you're wanting to kind of revive that fandom a little bit. You're wanting to kind of show people this franchise again, you know, make money off of it again, because it's a popular name. And the Netflix Devilman was really good with that. I had another one, but I don't think it technically counts as a remake. Go for it. Was it Death Note? No. No. God, no. It was Vampire Hunter D. Oh, um... Sure. Yeah. I'll put that in the same vein as like Helsing. Yeah. Like Like the Helsing Ultimates that were like more like the anime or the manga. The first movie was actually the fourth book in a 17 book series, which very good series. And they did make a movie back in like the 80s or 90s, I believe it was. And it was, oh God, it was based off the first book, which had me excited because that was one of my favorites. And it was awful. And then they remade Vampire Hunter D and actually made him Vampire Hunter D. So that was interesting. And they actually made it a good movie instead of, well, we have this character, but we're going to screw everything up about everything. But Vampire Hunter D, watch that. Bloodlust. Bloodlust. The other one was just Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust is the good one. I would say I would say uh, good sequels. If you want to talk about like Twilight Zone, they're going to be doing more Twilight Zone, and you've also uh, got uh, you know the different anthology stuff like Black Mirror. You know, I, I like I like that kind of thing. Twilight Zone's impact on the industry is absolutely. Undeniable. I will take any more Twilight. Right. I will take any yeah. Twilight Zone wherever I can get it. And they're bringing they're it back, so, so you're going to get more of that on Jordan CBS. Some Access. of them are so scary. Uh, Let's burn through the bad. The bad. Karate Kid. For a movie I liked. I liked the original Karate Kid. You didn't like the new one? Jaden Smith? I thought it was okay. I thought it was alright. I hate Jaden Smith. I, why? Strong words. Um, A lot of movies that he's made that are bad. I think I've literally seen one. And it it was was Karate Karate Kid. Kid. Um, There was the one where him and Will Smith were in it and... They're on Earth. Ugh, God. After what Earth? is it? After Earth. Yeah, that's the. Oh. Yeah, I didn't see it because it looked stupid. Some of us. Don't he's not a good actor. And I, I thought everybody was like endearing because they're like, "Oh, he's a cute kid," and I'm just like, "I hate this kid." <laughs> I that literally at one point in the movie, I think I mouth, I just said, "I like, I hate this kid." Fair enough. And I did, and so yeah, um, yeah, I absolutely hate that movie for something that I really liked, and they made it. Yeah. yeah I'm glad that he doesn't really act anymore. He just says. Dumb stuff on Twitter and this true. He also could, he runs a uh, fashion something doesn't sure, he? Sure, whatever. He does some fashion stuff. Yeah, okay. Sure, probably. Show me where uh, where can you, where can you buy his line of clothing? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. You know where everyone probably else it. buys things online. Some of us don't get all mad at brick and mortar things. Not I was about here. to say, what's that douchebag chain that uh, hipsters always go to? Urban Outfitters. Oh That's probably God. where you buy his stuff. Mm-hmm. I've never you can walked just in this wait store. So three weeks and go to Buffalo Exchange and get a three dollar <laughs> fifty. The only good thing about that movie was Jackie Chan because it's Jackie Chan. Jackie uh, Chan was his scene, like his breakdown scene, was very sad. Yeah. Do we need to mention the obvious thing about Karate Kid that Aaron mentioned? 
Huh? He's not teaching him karate. Yeah, I know. He's not teaching him karate in the old, in the original movie either. So he's but he says he is, I and know. in the new one he's like, oh, we're gonna karate. He's like, no kung fu. But we're it was the eighties. Everything was generalized. Okay. Yeah. It's they like, no, I'm actually doing tiger-style kung fu. Nobody cares. The anyway. kung fu, I would watch the kung fu. If they called it the kung fu kid, it was going to sound like somebody who didn't have the right to do karate kid tried to make a $7 movie in their basement. It's true. Bryce, give me the bad. All right, bad. That's, uh, there's a long list. Spawn, Hercules in New York with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're supposed to pick one thing. One. No, no. I'm, I'm here, here for going. it. List no. it out. Uh, right. list and, and, Okay, and, uh, uh, and then uh, let's let's talk about Captain America, Red Brown. He did two movies in the seventies: Sentinel oh. of Liberty, Death Too Soon, and um, you know we can forget about those. I don't want to forget about it. Who doesn't want to be a patriotic superhero? This guy in that movie. Who uses uh, full? Who uses flag? Full latent ability game. This guy. Who's slow and dull and rarely throws a punch? That guy in that in those well, two not, movies. Not I can you, forget about that. Tonight. We've got Chris Evans now, so he's right. my Captain America. Well, we yeah. have to talk about yeah. the bad. We're talking about bad. Talking about, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and who spends more time out of costume than in? Mm. Red Brown in those movies. Yeah, but I tell you what, there was there was one cool thing. He had a motorcycle that turned into a hang glider, then also turned into a motorcycle again. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was probably the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. Oh God. Mm. I forgot how bad those movies were. Yeah. Cat, give me I the guess. bad. This is an unpopular opinion. I do not like live action remakes that Disney's doing. I didn't really like the Jungle Book. I found the way that the animals tried to talk very, very distracting with a mouth trying to move with the words. It just looked weird. And I would rather have them just like, just, I don't know. Tell it, what is it? Telepathic. Yeah, I'd rather have telepathic ones almost than that mouths moving. Their mouths couldn't make that sound. It gets all in my head. I don't like it. And the Beauty and the Beast one, I have not seen very much of because the second you watch it, any of it, you hear the audio edits and it's bad. Especially Emma Watson. Like, Her first line is so auditory. They hired. Broadway caliber talent, Broadway performing talent to play a lot of the roles. And I watched a little bit of the first song and I watched a little bit of Be Our Guest and they auto-tuned the crap out of them. You don't have to do that with Broadway caliber talent. So why did they? I don't like the live action that I've seen and I'm not excited about new ones. I love the originals in both of those cases. I don't want to see your garbage live action remakes. Some cash grab. I don't like it. Fantastic Four. <laughs> and even though they haven't come out, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and save them. There's a new Robin Hood coming out that's oh going God. to be trash. Somebody no. asked that in the chat, there by is the way. A Ooh. live action Lilo and Stitch that's coming out, and it's going to be the worst thing you've ever seen. I'm done. I'm calling it right now. I'm that's done. it, that's me. Core. I've just got one. Charlie mm. and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. I Mm, I apparently it stayed it was closer to the book which okay that's cool I didn't like it at all I I'm really not a big fan of Johnny Depp anymore I, I like some of his older work and I think this was awful this was not good work from him especially when he has to live up to the image of Gene Wilder <laughs> and mm, 
Mm. Trista from the chat said, I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that about Jungle Book. Yeah, that. and I meant uh, fair about the 18 movie, which I, the chat brought I, up. I, I mentioned uh, Trista, Trista because... thank you. I think you broke her. <laughs> you said Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Did it's she just, agree? It's just letters that just popped up. Uh, it was Lilo and Stitch. She's Probably Lilo, Lilo. Oh, that Lilo broke her? Okay. I just came across the story, and I'm already so upset about it. All right. So, okay. Jane wow. was the man. Thank you, Aaron. So the just stop, like we don't want this. I mean, this is full stop. Never again. We're not going to touch it again. Speaking of just stop, we know we're running a little bit over. Thanks for anyone who wants okay. to Okay, we're, we're only going to be a couple minutes. So yeah. this is going to be a very unpopular one. The Joker. Stop. You want them to stop doing Joker? Movies? I want diff. I want, I don't want any more different versions of the Joker. I don't. Who's the best? Live action. Yeah. It's a hard toss-up between Nicholson and... Um, Cesar Romero. Well, no, and... Um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. So, it's a hard toss-up between those two. Heath Ledger. I'm, I'm done, though. I'm done. After the Suicide Squad one, and look, Joaquin Phoenix is a fine actor. And it's a standalone movie, fine. I'm done with different versions. I think I'm done getting excited about new ones. Yeah. Like, so that's my, just stop, I'm good. Uh, from the chat before we move on, just stop X-Men, no Dark Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> but they're going back to Marvel, whatever. Dale, you're right, they do need to stop making Robin Hood movies, and I'm, oh, I'm not excited about this next one. Bryce, just stop. Dukes of Hazard. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah. That's a good choice. Actually. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm okay with no more Footloose too. <laughs> Even if it's DDR. Gotta get techno Footloose. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a just stop. Honestly, Spider Man. <gasps> like I like okay. Tom Holland. Yeah. Okay, we're good with Tom Holland. He's like yeah. grandfathered in. All right, all right. But I don't want another like reboot. Like I said, it. he's like 21. We got yeah. him for a couple of years. And as long as keep we up can in his keep paychecks. him, I'm great with Spider-Man being a part of the universe. I just, I don't want to see. And if they need to replace him at some point, like in the future, that's fine. But I I'll don't want to see another origin story of Spider-Man getting his power. He got bit by a spider. We get it. He's in love with a girl from high school. We get it. Like, I'm done. Alright. Uh-oh. Why are you looking at me? So, I'm going to need you to just, like, just for like 20 seconds, okay? Alright? Because this is a little bit more generic one. <sighs> Stop making movies where there's a kid and they're misunderstood and they're really sad and they come across a robot or a monster or a dragon or a giant dog or a something and they connect with the giant and oh, it's so sad and then there's like, oh, there's a big, there's like some government dude that wants to take away the monster or the robot or the monster in a truck or the truck or the sentient whatever and then oh no and then they escape into the wild stop making that movie you're just sick of that trope harry I am, henderson i'm thinking specifically of e. bumblebee that's what bumblebee Iron is Giant. that's what the transformers have been since they started making them again i'm thinking of iron giant i'm thinking of uh, they remade pete pete's dragon i don't like you 
Stop making that movie. Or at least change up I'm the so boy tired or of that the movie. creature. It could be a girl. It could, that would be and Bumblebee's going to be a girl. Yeah, Harry Steinfeld. But I still don't care. Stop making that movie. I'm so tired of that movie. <laughs> Where are you going to release the robot into his natural habitat? <laughs> Seriously, stop making that movie. Unless it's Ooh, Stop making Hero King Kong. <laughs> like, stop. stop but making... he could fight Godzilla again. Yes. Stop making no. that movie. I'm tired okay. of that movie. Cora, give me a just stop. All right, so I actually changed mine from what I was going to do because thinking about it, it was going to be Narnia, but actually thinking about it, it's been a few years since we've had them. Like, I haven't seen them since high school, and that was the movie movies that we got more recently. But I changed it to a more broad topic, kind of like Cass. Can y'all stop remaking Asian movies and remaking anime into a live action and completely mm. destroying it? Mm. I am looking at you, The Grudge, well, The Ring, the, up, the upcoming Train to Busan, preach, preach, preach. Akira. They're making a. They've still got that. Is that the one line. with the scary giant eyes? No. There's one with scary giant eyes that just came out. But What's I'm, the big eyes? Uh, um, <laughs> Battle Angel Leader. Yeah, yeah. They made an American one. Battle Angel Alita, like uh, Ghost in the Shell. I Ooh. could just keep going on. Like, I, I would like these if I'd been proven before that you could do it right. And I haven't seen that at all. I think the grudge was okay. The grudge was okay, but a lot of the things that they're not paying attention to is the fact that why is this movie scary? Why is this Asian movie scary? It's because of how Asian film is filmed and how it's paced, everything yeah, like go that. Watch Jackie then, Chan's like the who is it? The guy that does like the why the comedies aren't funny or whatever. Anyway, uh, there's a YouTube video. Every frame of painting. Every frame of painting does a video on why Jackie Chan's fight scenes, for instance, are more interestingly shot and how it's better accomplished like some some directors need to go watch that yeah there's some great stuff in the chat because <laughs> yeah i keep seeing it because like just stop making that movie just just stop or at least if, pay attention yeah if yeah. you're if you're going to remake this like with akira because akira is really important to me it, it was the first actual adult anime that i actually ever watched and it screwed me up for a while because it's very trippy but it's great there are a lot of things in that movie plot-wise and environmentally-wise that are very Asian. And to take it out of that environment and put it into America is a little iffy, but you would have to completely change the environment and change a lot of the different things, that, like a lot of the little things, to make it work. Get some Asian it, consul culture consultants. Yeah, get, like, I know that the creator for Akira is on board with this movie. Like, I'm going to focus on this one now more specifically like he he's okay with it and that I mean that makes me okay with it too because i trust the director or i i trust the the creators but he he may also not have all the information so that's where the iffy part comes in but if they can make it right cool i i'll be happy with that but i've never been proven that that can be done right the only live action asian thing i've ever seen done correctly and done well wasn't even American. It was still Asian. That was, was the it? that was the Ace Attorney movie. Oh. It's still the only video game movie I've ever watched, and I didn't cringe. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the Dragon Ball. Silent Hill. Oh God. I'm just kidding. Silent Hill was also good, but it wasn't very 
faithful it to its... It wasn't accurate. It, it wasn't, wasn't accurate to its source material. <laughs> but it, I will give it this. It did have the environmental feel that it should have. And the monsters. Yeah. Yes. And, I'm not ooh. done until I get my Ninja Scroll movie. I honestly love the passion on the Facebook chat about as soon as Akira was mentioned. Like people are like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My whole thing is that Japanese are the most generous about their culture that I've ever seen. Yeah. They invite other people to experience it, to live it with them. Like if you go to Japan, they want to share their traditions, their temples, their culture with you. So it couldn't have been that hard. Yeah. To find somebody who would tell you about Japanese culture in Japanese cases of movies being made and tell you about it so you didn't screw it up when you made the movie. What yeah. they need to do over in Japan is start stealing our shows and remaking them over there. They oh, do. I'd like Japanese Seinfeld. They're, they've oh, done. Man. They've you know you would some, watch it. They've done, I would. I would just watch any version of Seinfeld. Or Friends. If Friends, you, I would watch. I think that would be fun. They, there are some really interesting. Look up that. Japanese remakes of anything you want. Oh, they're I, I, frequently there. They're frequently subtitled back into English, and they're frequently hilarious. They do that a lot with superheroes. Yes, they do. Uh, they have a. I mean, all over. You can see like a Turkish Spider-Man, and a lot of him is green. It's really funny. Oh, oh, I've seen that. Oh, oh my great. god, it's beautiful. It. He's in a green costume. Uh, the parts regularly that are blue on Spider-Man are just green instead. Oh. It's great. And he fights Captain America. Why? Nobody knows. Sometimes they because he can't along. sue us copyright infringement. Well, the green is... Come after us for A lot of that is from analog TV signals. Yeah. And it just looks bad. color not being interpreted correctly going that way, so they can't think they did it right if they're still using analog TV. And just yeah. that alone is hilarious to me. Alright, well we've run 10 minutes over and Cora like loses her mind for every minute we go over. So, thank you all for joining us this evening for another awesome show. We will be back next week, same time, same YouTube channel and Twitch and Facebook. But while you're here, go ahead and follow us on some of the links you see down below on those pages, especially this weekend. NYCC, we're going to be putting out a lot of news. Um, look for uh, alternate heads to come back this week. And if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at JasonTheX on Instagram and Twitter. Please follow me at Bryce Culver on Facebook and Instagram. And I also have a toy Instagram page. It's called Trapdoor Toys. Check it out. Watch the Spock episode. Yeah. I find me on Instagram at BetterCat. Lately, it's been a lot of me painting minis and taking pictures of them. But I'm having fun. They look really good, too. Thanks. I uh, can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cass underscore Bradley. That's K-A-S underscore Bradley with a Y. Uh... And you can find both Kat and I occasionally. Uh, when we remember. When we remember reviewing new super quick movie reviews at Super Quick Movie on Twitter. They're hilarious. We're very clever. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Cora, you won't be here next week. I'll be running the board. So yeah. uh, as you go away to a faraway land like <laughs> Bryce just came back from. Yep. And if you want to follow me on my adventures in the land of maple syrup and moose... You can follow me on Twitter at Hawks Perch, or you can follow me on Instagram where I'll be updating my story when possible at Corodono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O. I will not stop my Suikoden spam on Twitter, by the way, just so you know, and there will be some Inktober stuff going up as well, just, just an FYI. Inktober. All right, so thank you for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week, and as we always say around here, keep, keep on, on nerding. Nerd.
Our dad is watching. Our dad is watching. When that you go see Venom, take thing. your laundry. Fold it. <laughs> <laughs>